Okay, bitches. Yep. Let's do this. It's been what? A month? Two months? How <laughs> It's been a while. Yep. It's been a while, guys. How was your Christmas, people? And your Thanksgiving? And your Hanukkah? No, I think Thanksgiving was before we stopped producing this. Really? Well, Hanukkah was after, was right? No, I think when we did Hanukkah like. Again? I I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest. Hanukkah is December second to the tenth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what's new with your lives? I don't think anything is new about my life. I got a new microphone. That was about it. Woo! Yeah. Whoop whoop. Apparently, I got a new microphone too. Cause apparently, someone bought me a microphone from my Amazon wish list. I have no idea who it was. The microphone's not at my house. It's been a few days since Christmas. <laughs> so who is this broke person that doesn't even no. have Prime to no. get me a gift? Not me. I got Stephanie something, but she Ooh, still has it? not got it because mm-hmm. of some mishaps. Because she addressed it to my married name, not my maiden yeah. name. So my post office person's like, who is this? I was Let like, I'm not going to address this on to her real name because I want her to unbox it on camera. So I'm not going to put her real name on the box. And so I put it to Miss... Mrs. Stephanie Hiddleston. <laughs> and of course, she didn't get it because I am like the smartest. Yeah. So, but she'll get it and she'll love it. What the fudge? Your item has been delivered to the original center. It says that it went to New York. Oh my God. What? Christ what? Kid. This, what? What the fudge? It's like the stupidest thing. They're gonna open the package and think that like, wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's a little uh, funny. Yeah, it is a little funny. Just a little funny. I didn't check this until now. What are they gonna do about like, it? I literally, because they held it at the post office on the twenty first. Mm-hmm. So you would think they would leave me a note or something. They didn't. I live maybe a hundred feet away from the post office. They didn't leave me a note. So I was like, okay, I'm going to add the name to my mailbox so that they can reattempt to deliver it. And they return it to the sender. So what now? Rude. Did you go to New York and get it? Now I'm going to have to drive to New York. My mom's in New York. actually. Well, yeah. she's in New York, New York, but not like wherever this place Dude, is. Dude, no, really. They didn't email me any, or anything about this. No, this is awful. Well, man. I've been checking my email. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's crazy. You see, they did the same thing with me. I bought an iPhone for my mm-hmm. uncle on eBay. And my uncle lives in Portugal. So apparently they tried to like deliver it once. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he wasn't home or what. But then, like, the iPhone went back to the center, and the person that I bought the iPhone from never gave me my money back. <laughs> like, 
what the fuck? So I was like, okay, $250 that I threw in the trash. It's good that now we have like an ongoing saga on this podcast. And hopefully by next Christmas, you'll get it. We'll find a way because you're going to like it. And it's thoughtful. I told you not to send me Tom Hiddleston via post office. If you had delivered it in person. Then I put it in a box. Happened. I put him in a box, so he's probably dead by now, anyways. So, yeah, poor, poor thing. But dude, I was so excited for you okay. to open it, and I'm here like, damn it. But did you like your Christmas? Oh, I gift loved though? it. I haven't used it yet because I've been hang- hungover slash upset for the past few days, and I'm just like, no, it's no time for celebrating. She got me a. F- Dude, I was so like, oh my god, when I, when I got it. She got me like, <laughs> a tic-tac-toe shot glass game set thing. And I was like, oh my god. Like, no, no. I want to find like a place in my house where I can like display it. You know what I mean? Like, just leave it there. So what are we talking about today? Because, you know, people don't like rambling. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. I think by now they know that this podcast is chit-chatty. So... At the end, though, because we also oh, no, don't yes. like chit-chatty podcasts oh, no, yeah. as so listeners. let's just get to the point. So. I mean, we just talked about, like, you know, Christmassy stuff. Christmas? Just to get you guys in the mood of our own voices. Because, you know, it's all weird to have someone speaking directly into your earbuds without prior warming up, I guess. So, yeah, today... Yeah, imagine if we started this podcast, like... Hello, this is Suspiria. So this one... We, we didn't even do this podcast. We've just been talking here. Oh, yes. yes we exactly. Hello, guys. Hi. Welcome to Suspiria. I'm Carol. And I am Stephanie. <laughs> well, that was... We, we have Super awkward. <laughs> We've been not doing this for way too long. We just forgive <laughs> to start talking. Yeah, that's a podcast, right? Okay, so today we're talking about uh, cases that happened in Latin America this yeah. past year of 2018. It's like a little recap. Yeah. 2018 New Year's, crime uh, recap. Yeah, a little episode. So we can hope that maybe next year has less horrible things happening. But we already know that it won't. But still, still we got to remember things that happened, right? Yes. Do we? Yes. So, um, I'm trying my hardest not to move, guys, because I am sleeping on an air mattress. So, every time I move, did you hear that? It sounds like a mm-hmm. big fart. So, <laughs> I'm trying not to move, but if you hear a farting noise, I promise it was not me. Yeah, I did not fart that. in front of anybody, not even my mom. That's how bad <laughs> it is. So, I don't know how to introduce this because it's all sad. You know, it's all horrible cases. So it's mine are not like well, they're all sad. I'm not trying to say that any of these mm-hmm. are happy, but one of them is very controversial. So I was very happy to talk about this. Not because of what happened in the crime, but because of the controversy. Which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. So on April twenty first there was a fire on a home in Linhares, Espírito Santo, in Brazil. Of course, we're starting talking about Brazilian cases, right? Because what else, correct? 
So, yeah, two brothers, Joaquin Sadis Alves and Kawa Sadis Bukowski, who were three and six years old, died as a result of that fire. So, on the days that followed the tragedy, a couple of videos went viral showing the parents, Jorge Val Alves and Juliana Sadis Alves, lamenting the death and talking about their loss and what it meant for them spiritually. Now, Jorge was a pastor and a prominent leader of the church of you know his local community and initially it seemed like it was like new cast newscast footage some of them more but some of them were just like you know this is what happened to me like how am i dealing with this loss mm-hmm. kind of thing and mm-hmm. i remember seeing them when they first came out and i was like oh wow you know but they were i like i couldn't find those videos anymore i think they were all taken down yeah but i remember like knowing that something was off you know what i mean did you did you see them? Or? I did not. So here's the thing with most of the cases in this uh, episode, I refused to watch any video of mm-hmm. anything because I get really like I get really upset about things like this. Like one of the cases that I'm going to talk about, the video was everywhere. So I wasn't even opening Instagram because I didn't want to see yeah. anything. Because yeah. I'm just like, I can't. I literally, a I'll start screaming. Because mm-hmm. it's something that we're not too used to. Because most of the cases that we cover are not uh, that recent. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we kind of avoid the cases that happen uh, in the, you know, last few years. Because cases like that, they need a few years to mature yeah. a little bit. And yeah, there's a common theme here. A lot of them are shorter and stuff. And a lot of them are like episode worthy cases but mm-hmm. we just need to wait a little bit until they get solved i think the only case that we did this past year that was already like big enough not big enough because we put two on one episode was maria de frango mm-hmm. which we kind of had to talk about it right but yeah, exactly. yeah it's it's still not solved and we have so little information that it's just you know we need yeah. to let it um develop a little bit and also so it isn't too recent and too painful to talk about yeah and i'm like afraid that that case is just never gonna get solved yeah there are a few political cases like that in brazil that are just never i think happen yeah the one uh which oh my god what was his name the dictatorship one that we got oh my god i don't remember the name of the guy sorry hubens hubens yes hubens paiva he it took like you know 30 years 40 years it was 40 yeah. years 40 yeah. years so like it's it takes a lot of time yeah. and that's the downside of doing something like that because we want to be recent and like um like diverse enough you know between victims and ears and and who does yeah, the crimes yeah we don't want to just hard. be like talking like this is not a crime to remember guys <laughs> so we don't want to be talking about like oh this crime in 1862 but most of the recent crimes there's no investigation there's no yeah. effort so yeah. there's not a lot to talk about like a lot of the crimes that we're going to talk about today uh, like the ones i researched there were maybe two articles on them mm-hmm. and that's it yeah it's all so. like here's all we know about this. It's like two mm-hmm. paragraphs, and you're like, okay, what do we do with this? But anyways, let's just get back to it before we get too, you know, chatty about it. Back to the fire. 
Initially, the fire was taken as an accident, but the investigation showed that the fire was not accidental. And even worse, the autopsies revealed that the boys were unconscious when the fire started and had been raped by George Val. Joaquin's blood was found all over the home and the neighbors had heard cries from the kids minutes before the fire started. They were literally asking for help. That's the most heartbreaking yeah. thing. Yeah. So they died as a result of smoke inhalation and the investigations had confirmed that the abuse had been happening for some time before the murders. Juliana, the mother, knew about it. In fact, one of the boys had let the school know that um, he was being abused and her and Georgie blamed it on another child when they were confronted. They were like, yeah, there's this five-year-old as a big creeper. Totally him. Like, come on. Ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, it's, that's, sucks, that, that's literally when I heard about this case, that's what killed me. And, like, there's this new, um, not new, this news, um, page that i follow on facebook mm. that mainly talks about uh news from my state and the amount of women who are just willing to let their partners rape mm-hmm. and molest their kids because yeah. they're afraid of losing the partner like mm-hmm. i would i would like if this happened in my town i would personally beat the fuck out of this woman like this is ridiculous like yeah. the fact that you value a man more than you do your own mm-hmm. kids, like what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah, you might have noticed that the kids have different last names. Juliana was the mother of two of the kids, but George was the dad of just the youngest one, the three-year-old. But like, yeah, all the reports are like, yeah, he was considered the best father, and he was just you know a member of the church and he was always a great oh, dad of course and everything. he was of course oh, he yeah, was he a was. member of mm-hmm. the church like i mean this is not even the worst part of the song, guys so yeah uh text exchanges between the couple also proved that she was somewhat complicit on it and they were talking about like how dirty they felt and how uh, like georgia was like yeah i feel f- filthy and stuff and but then Judah was like yeah but this cannot go wrong kind of thing like what does that mean you know so on the days after their deaths they pulled a Casey Anthony and they didn't seem phased they went out partying went to bars restaurants they went shopping on the mall uh, and everything and Judah even told her mom that she was sleeping well well you're yeah. sleeping well and your kids are dead I know. There are speculations that they killed the kids not only to cover up the abuse, but also to create a sob story so they could advance their ministries and as a result collect more money from the congregation. Both of them were arrested for this. And yeah, they hopefully will be convicted very soon for hopefully more than 15 years. But who knows? I mean, who are we kidding? Mm hmm. Yeah. Disgusting. Like. Yeah, I can't, like, I can't even imagine. I've been bench-watching Deadly Women, (laughs) and, uh, like, there was an episode, an episode, not episode, an episode about this kid that was set on fire, Mm. and, like, it just, it was, like, obviously a Mm reenactment, but, like, just to see see this little kid, like, begging for his, I can't. 
Like, yeah. there's one thing that really gets to me is people who abuse kids and animals. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God, guys, I've been researching cases for this upcoming season. Oh yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Just pause. Uh, we stopped doing the regular, you know, regularly programmed episodes that we did one through twenty-five this past year and the next year uh we're gonna start the year with episode 26 which is gonna be a blast Mm -hmm. but yeah uh so yeah just so you guys know that we have not given up on this podcast yet you know yeah not yet so anyway so not yet yeah we'll we'll still work on this for about five years and then we'll give up Mm -hmm. then we will you know, probably go on a cruise or something and sink the ship. Booze cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was researching some cases to cover. And there was the... Ser- Did you know about this? There was a serial killer in Brazil. A woman that killed 3,000 cats and dogs. Okay. So, it, this sounds like you're giving someone else ideas of what to do on their podcast. Listen. Listen. Last time we talked about someone... <laughs> No, they can I do it. I saw a podcast. L- they can do it. They episode. are welcome to do it because I am not. I tried watching a documentary on it and I couldn't. I watched like probably 10 minutes of it and I was like, I can't. I can't. Like, just if, if you have a podcast, you can do it. Give us a little credit for finding out about this case. But uh, I, I turned I turned it off because one of the investigators were like, yeah, when we found the cast that she had killed, we were very thrown off because cats usually die with their eyes open. And these cats had been so tortured and so, like, upset Stop! that they died with their eyes closed. And I was like, no, 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 Michael Scott, like, they gift. No, no, God, no, stop. No. Yes, that was me. I, I was, I just, I, I turned it off and, like, I couldn't sleep. I had to watch baby vine compilations. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. It was too much. But, yeah. Life sucks, man. Life sucks. Three thousand cats and dogs. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, as a segue to this conversation, yeah, of course, let's talk about this adorable little puppy. Not so much of a puppy, oh but God. I call every dog oh a puppy. What have I done? Like that was a perfect segue. We haven't even like planned yeah. this. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> So, I call every dog a puppy, but this dog was not a puppy. His name was Manchinha. (laughs) So, aw, he's so cute. We'll post a picture of him. He was so cute. Yeah, he was. So, Manchinha was a homeless mutt like many mutts in Brazil. In Brazil, um, at least, well, I've been told that the government is taking care of this now. I haven't been in Brazil in 10 years, but when I lived in Brazil, there were a lot of homeless dogs just roaming yeah. around, homeless cats. I remember this one time I found this cat in school, so I put him inside of my pocket <laughs> on my sweater, and I took him home, and I hid him for the whole day, the little cat. It, he was so tiny. He was like the size of an iPhone. Oh, man. That's how big this cat was, and he was so cute. I had never seen a white cat in person, mm-hmm. and he was all white. And he had blue eyes. He was adorable. But then my sister made me get rid of him because <laughs> my family does not like cats. I, I like cats. So anyway, yeah. so there's a lot of homeless animals as well as homeless people in Brazil. Um, so he was a homeless mutt. 
He was known for being very friendly. He would uh, just lick everybody who approached him. Wasn't aggressive at all. And he uh, had been hanging around the outside of Carrefour, which is a very famous supermarket chain in mm-hmm. Brazil. And it's in another country. Too. I, I think they're French. Country. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it's a very, very famous uh, supermarket chain in Brazil. They have like restaurants inside of it and all. Anywho, mm-hmm. he had been hanging around the outside of the supermarket for several days. Wasn't bothering mm-hmm. everyone. Like the people who were shopping would give him food and play with him. It's not like he was a nuisance at all. So on November 28th, surveillance cameras caught a security guard chasing him around with an iron bar oh, at hand. No, 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 no. So there is a lot. There, at the time, remember how I said I was running away from Instagram? Because mm. every single person was Dude. posting the video on the story. And I refused to see this video i still have not seen the video i've only read the descriptions i don't want to see the video i don't want to see anything anyway so the security guard was chasing him around with an iron bar and it would later be discovered that the same security guard whose name has not been released by police as of yet Mm -hmm. he fed machinia the little puppy mortadella mixed in with rat poison Mortadella is baloney, right? Yeah. With rat no, poison. they have mortadella here too. At they least do in Boston. They have mortadella sandwiches. Oh no, of course, but it tastes exactly like baloney. But it's like it's like baloney cut a little. I don't know. Um, I don't eat that. <laughs> I, I love I love mortadella, so like it's great. I used to when I lived in Brazil, and then I tried it here, and I was like, I don't know why I like this. No, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. <gasps> so. uh... So he fed him mortadella mixed with red poison. Mm-hmm. So he was clearly trying to kill this dog. Because they don't poison animals for no reason. Like my friend loves cats. Mm-hmm. And she will take any stray cat ever to her house in Brazil. And her neighbors will just poison the cats. She's had like 20 cats that were poisoned. Because mm-hmm. people are fucking evil. Like I you're not taking not care of the animal. Why the fuck do you care? Mm-hmm. The fucking animal is not bothering anyone. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I get very heated about puppies. Yeah. So he hit the dog with the iron bar. It's mm. not really known how many times. I didn't watch the video, so I didn't. I don't know if it shows on the video, but I don't want to know too. Mm-hmm. And uh, when representatives from an animal protection agency showed up at the scene, the dog was bleeding and he was almost mm. backing out. So when he, Machina, the puppy, arrived at the treatment center. He was laying on his side, had severe low Mm. blood pressure, hypothermia, he was vomiting blood, and he had multiple wounds on his little body. Despite being treated, he passed away. On December 1st, animal protection authorities were alerted that this was a case of animal abuse, and they started an investigation on the case. Uh, Surveillance video went viral, as I said, on social media. And Mm -hmm. animal rights activists uh, just, like, started flipping their Mm -hmm. shit everywhere. Everyone flipped their shit. It was big. Yeah, like, celebrities, everybody. And one of the activists is this girl. uh, Her name is Lisa Mel. She -hmm. used to have this show. Yeah, yeah, she used to have the show. I think it was called, like, Light to Show. It was all about dogs and animals, basically. Mm -hmm. She loves animals. So she was calling for the prosecution of the security guard. 
and everybody's like outraged mm-hmm. like protests spark throughout the country like even in places where people didn't even know the dog they were protesting about it that's how big it was yeah um and investigators found that the security guard was at fault when it came to the death of machine mm-hmm. but despite all of this he is not going to serve time in jail since animal abuse is not considered a high factor crime in brazil um Carrefour, the supermarket, of course, said that this was a tragedy uh, and that they didn't like condone violence against animals and that he's been terminated. And like the representative for like the big office was all like, oh, we're going to have these little pet adoption fairs, blah, blah, blah. Mm. All the proceeds will go to like animal agencies and whatever. And one of the articles I read, I only read this in one article, mm-hmm. so I don't know how how accurate this is. It said that um, the reason why the security guard was beating the dog is because the owner told him to get rid of the dog because one of the CEOs was going to visit the supermarket and he didn't oh. want it to look dirty. Yeah. So, yeah, just, just kill the dog. Just, just kill the dog. Like, you can't just pick it up Mm -hmm. and take it to the freaking shelter or anything you have to kill the poor dog yeah that makes sense yeah i had the impression that he was like you know get rid of the dog and the security guard kind of like made the decision to kill them you know yeah no me too yeah but i don't know if it's true that like the ceo or whoever it was was going to visit yeah Um, i when i first heard about this i honestly just had the impression that the security guard didn't like dogs because mm. a lot of the comments are just people being like, well, dogs are useless, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Homeless man. dogs are such a bother, blah, no. blah, blah. And I'm like, how are there people like this in the world? But then I forget that, like, especially in Brazil, where they treat dogs, like most people mm. treat dogs like crap. It's not like here, like, you don't see, it's like you see some, but it's not like here where the dog lives in your house. Typically, dogs have their own little house outside, mm-hmm. and they do their own little thing. Yeah. So, dogs are not seen as, like, part of the family by most of the population. Yeah. It's not, like, It is definitely a little US. different. I mean, you have, like, so. people that, you know, have apartment dogs and stuff, and it's, n- it's not all, like, you know, yeah, we don't care about dogs. But most people, though, they live in houses, they have guard dogs that live outside yeah. of the house, like, it's not, like, a, yes. a, a, a member of the family like it is here. Definitely not. And there's a lot of homeless yeah. dogs. Tons of homeless dogs. And it sucks. And, like, it's not because people are necessarily evil mm. that they treat dogs like that. It's just a culture, really. Yeah. Like, it's normalized. It's normalized animal abuse. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I mean, taking a stray dog is definitely complicated, but, like, you know, that dog wasn't bothering anyone. Yeah, yeah. he was just chilling. He was just chilling there because probably he could get uh, a little bit of food hanging out at the supermarket. Yeah. And those dogs are smart, man. I've seen dogs, I mean, I, li- I lived in Sao Paulo, right? I've seen dogs multiple times, like, waiting for the light to turn green before they cross the street, you know? They're, like... The smartest they little are. dogs ever. And there's yeah. footage of him just playing with people and being happy. No, man. And that footage I actually watched. <laughs> of him just playing and being happy. And yeah, it was super sad. 
But then I told I told someone at work about it, and they were like, "People care too much about dogs. They're just dogs." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's okay. not just about the dog. Like, it's about the piece of shit that beat them up. You know what I mean?" Exactly. Yeah, like what kind of person is that? Like, there's definitely something mm-hmm. wrong with this person if they're if they think it's okay to beat up a poor little puppy mm-hmm. that's just yeah, here. exactly. Yeah, no thanks. Okay, so this one's another Brazilian one because, you know. So on June 1st, a 27-year-old policewoman, Juliane dos Santos Duarte, was in a bar in Paraisópolis, a favela in São Paulo's southern zone, where yours truly is from, by the way. Southern, southern part of São Paulo is like my, my place. She was at... Oh, I thought that you were going to say you're from Paraisópolis. No, like, no. Really? <laughs> I'm not judging. This is not. This is not a judgment, though. It's just because if you know know Carol, that is not the type of. I'm just gonna shut. No, it's fine. It's no. I'm not from the favela, but I've seen it. I've seen Paraisópolis. That's as close as I got. I guess. So, yeah, she was there. Um, she was at the favela to celebrate the birth of a friend's baby. And the after party to that, I guess, was at this bar. She went to the bathroom. And as she walked out, she learned that someone's cell phone had been stolen. So, of course, she was, I think she was kind of, a, you know, that kind of badass, you know. She mm-hmm. grabs her gun, puts it on a table, and announces that no one leaves the bar until the cell phone is retrieved. Ballsy definitely but unfortunately yeah. uh 40 minutes later four hooded men stormed in and shot her and they left the bar with her body oh. yeah uh she was found five days later on the sixth in the trunk of a honda in at the campo grande neighborhood of sao paulo one arrest was made in connection to her death the traffic leader negrinha which is also a woman so this is kind of like a feminist story because we have the drug traffic ring leader negrinha as a woman and the police woman right yeah someone like, like doesn't yeah power. i know right but yes but no <laughs> but like yes but also no but yes but yeah yeah <laughs> But also no. Yeah, in some some cases, yes, but maybe no, but yes. So, uh, Neguinha ordered her death probably after she learned that there was a police officer in her area. Juliani spent the last days of her life taking care of her mom, who has cancer. And she was just Aww. like, you know, out on the weekend partying a little bit. And yeah, she just having got killed. Fun, just, just having fun. Life. It's fine. And yeah. Heartbreaking, Ooh. dude. Heartbreaking. Yeah, this is not a case to celebrate how wonderful this year was, I guess. You know, this whole yeah. episode's not going to be filled with the, good things. Yeah, it's not going to be like, oh, happy things yeah. that happened in 2018. Like, Kara and I starting this podcast. That's the only happy thing about this <laughs> I know, right? The fact that we started this podcast. No, no, this is like the only the good thing that happened this year to me. Like, <laughs> but... I don't know if that's... I got a better paying job this year. Mm. That's so good. That's something good. That's good. I moved to a nice that's, house that's this it. year. That's also good. But I think that's it. Oh, and I got several yeah. gift cards for Christmas. That was great. I always loved them. So 
I got three gifts for Christmas. <laughs> no, I got way too many. My Christmas was not very great because there's a lot of things happening in my family. No, you still have anyway, you have, you still have mine coming. So I'll remember that. And you're going <laughs> to love it. And you're going to love it for a couple months at least. Yay. I'm not going to oh, tell you. I'm never going to tell you. Oh, it's a 10-pound bag of Sour Patch Kids strawberry flavor. Wait, what? I think it's a 10-pound bag of strawberry Sour Patch Kids. Is no, it? No, <gasps> it isn't. It's a three-pound bag. Oh, <laughs> yay! And now it's in New York. And you're oh, never going to get it. it. You know what I really want to buy? Because I feel very offended. Starburst, if you're listening to this... Mm. How dare you make a pink Starburst bag, but not a yellow Starburst? I know, right? Yellow Starburst is my favorite. No, I like... Uh, and there's no one bag of just yellow Starburst. Why not, though? Like, you have to separate... I found it on Amazon, but it's not sold by Starburst. It's sold by some random-ass person, and I'm like, I'm not trying to get poisoned. So, yeah, I'm all set. All set. So, next case. This case... Uh, really, like, okay, I chose this case for two mm-hmm. reasons. One, because of the location, and two, because as you remember, um, I think it was last episode, maybe it was the episode before, that I was telling you guys about this girl who was a relative of a relative of mine mm-hmm. who was raped in a bus stop and she was screaming for help and no one did oh. anything to help her. So this case reminded me of that. I think that was the red light so bandit. That was probably... I don't know. It's been yeah, a while a since ago. we recorded, guys. So, this is the case of uh, Mariana Barbosa Paranhos and Valentina Paranhos Jaquino. So, the motive and the details of what really went, went on with these uh, two victims is still a mystery because this is a very new case and investigations take forever mm-hmm. in any part of the world especially in brazil so what it is known what it what it is known what it is known is that <laughs> mariana uh was 33 mm-hmm. she was an OBGYN resident at the santa casa hospital of araguari mm-hmm. who else is from araguari none other than the navis brothers so, they keep coming up connections connections guys. <laughs> everything is connected yes yeah, so uh, Mariana lived in Uberlândia, which is about 24 miles away from uh, Araguari, with her husband, Tiago José Aquino Marques, who was 39, and their daughter, Valentina, who was only four years old. In the early hours of November 17, 2018, Tiago texted Mariana saying that there was something wrong with their daughter and that she had to go home. So uh, she like witnesses say that she was very worried so she agreed to leave the hospital and upon getting in the car with him it is known that he drove her around for a while um arguing with her before purposefully crashing into the wall of a house downtown so he crashed the car on purpose uh witnesses heard the couple arguing and mariana left the car screaming for help 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 as Tiago tried to run her over with the car. And the neighbors are all hearing, help, 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 and no one's doing no, anything. No, no, fuck off. 
Jesus Christ. So she finally, like, she's, like, running around, like, because he's mm. literally chasing her with a car. So, you know, human legs are slower than a car. Mm. So she finally climbed the wall of another house. Oh, my God. Um, and kept running from him. And it was then that he got away. Um, He got out of the car uh, with an eight-inch knife at oh, hand. No. And he was finally able to get to her, stabbing her to death. Tiago oh, went on to stab himself four times in the How stomach. do you stab yourself without, like, fucking... <gasps> yeah, four times. Jesus. Not once. Four times in the oh, stomach. Oh, my God. When police arrived at the scene, Mariana was already mm. dead. They found their daughter, Valentina, strapped to the car seat with multiple stab wounds oh, no. throughout her body. Although father and daughter were rushed to the hospital, they did not survive. It is believed that Valentina was the first one to be killed. They don't know why. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They're doing like investigations on the guy's computer, but nothing. So there's she no, was like, like, there's no history oh, of man. domestic violence. No history of them like oh my God, fighting I'm or that anything. For a second though. Yeah, no, but there and it said like witnesses that knew them said that he was going through like personal. Problems. everyone's going through personal and, problems yeah exactly and that oh that because of his problems it started taking a toll in the marriage but there's no explanation for this crime really. dude so, so the kid was probably like dead in the car seat when, when she, she got in the car oh my god oh yep oh my god i want to puke my tea right now this is awful <laughs> jesus yeah. christ so. No, this is... Ugh. Yeah, when I read about this, I was, like, picturing this poor woman running around and this guy chasing her in a car. That's something that you see in movies, but, like, you don't think that this would if, happen in real life. If this was made into a movie, I would be like, they are trying way too hard. There's just no way. You know? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. This whole thing about, like, yeah. people yelling and there's no help. Like, I didn't mention that, but the first case I did today, the the little kids yelling for mm-hmm. help, the neighbors actually answered. Like, yeah, they oh, mm-hmm. they got there, but the they couldn't, like, open the gates to the house. Aww. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, witnessed the whole fire thing, and they saw the dad, like, coming out of the house... Like, not asking for help or anything. Like, oh, my God. It was just, like, running around the house. Like, the outside. And the neighbors were, like, watching you. Like, what the fuck's happening? So, yeah. And then they testified against the guy. Obviously. At least something good comes out of it, right? Someone's in jail. So, we're going to talk about the case of Matheusa Passarelli. Matheusa. No, I was really upset. So, Passarelli was a 21-year-old non-binary trans who moved from a small town in the state of Rio to the capital of Rio, which is also Rio. Throughout the many new species I read about her, the pronouns she, her, hers were used by mm-hmm. her sister to describe her. So that's what I'm going with mm-hmm. from now on. Although she did go by he, his, and whatever. He, him, his. Yeah. So she went by mm-hmm. both of them. But I'm just going to go with she. Um. Mateusa was a visual arts student at the University mm. of Rio de Janeiro. 
Hannah, known LGBTQ activist. She went missing on April 29, 2018, after going to a birthday party to tattoo one of her friends. Oh, man. Adelza was diving into the art of hand poke tattoos, mm. and that's the type of tattoo she was going to give her friends. So, for those of you who are not familiar, the hand poke tattoos, I don't know where it, I don't know the origin mm. of it, guys. I suck. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the tattoo where they don't use a machine, they use like a little mm-hmm. stick thingy. Anyway, I don't yeah, have anyways, one. It's just those, a tattoo so you would know. get from a friend in the party. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, um, after about an hour at the party, Matilda became very upset. She tried to call an Uber to go home, but the Uber driver canceled on her. So, when the driver canceled, she left the party. Uh, she was disoriented and she was saying words that made no sense whatsoever. Uh, she started like walking around in circles and then she started taking her clothes off. And that's when she walked away from the place where the party was. Uh, witnesses state that she wound up at the Moho... Moho? Moho. Why did I say Moho? Like, like Mojo, but Moho. Moho do... Uh-huh. Moho do Jizoito Slum, which is about 1.3 miles away from the place where the party was at. Right as she arrived at the slum, she was approached by uh, drug dealer associates. So, here's the thing. Don't know a lot about slums, Mm -hmm. but my sister, just backtracking to the 90s, my sister used to be a missionary Mm -hmm. for a church, uh, so she would go and preach at slums a lot, and she tells me that you had to ask for the drug Mm -hmm. dealer's permission to go into the slum. You couldn't just walk into the slum. So that's the type of situation that happened here. So uh, when she wound up at the slum, Mateusa, she was approached by drug dealer associates who questioned why someone who had the physical body of a very tall man was walking into their slum naked. Um, witnesses also state that Matilda kept rambling on and on the same nonsensical words that she was saying at the party. Um, and it is believed that she was executed by drug dealers for not offering up a plausible explanation for her presence there. Um, this is commonly known as a drug dealer's trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was shown in um, Elite Squad. If you guys have seen that movie, they show a, a trial in that. So it's basically like drug dealers will pick out a random mm-hmm. person for whatever reason. It can be just some random passerby or it can be someone that they believe is a snitch. And they will hold a little court for the person and then decide whether mm-hmm. the person lives or not. Typically, after these trials, the victim's body is incinerated. And as far as the news outlets tell, uh, Matilda's body has not yet been found. So Mm -hmm. it's believed that she was just burned. Uh, Matilda's sister, Gabe, doesn't believe the crime was solely motivated by LGBTQ Mm -hmm. phobia, but also by racism and other factors because they were black Mm -hmm. and they were very poor. Uh, Matilda survived mm. in Rio with a mere 500 reais grant oh she got God. from her university. And one of, not one of, the actual last post on her Instagram, um, she was asking people to help her find a place to stay. She even stated that uh, she was used to living in small spaces. She had lived mm. in the servants' quarters of houses before. She just needed a place to stay really oh badly. God. That was her last Instagram post. No, so. no, 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 no
super sad. And this case is still unsolved. There's, like, I looked for new, um, like, new species mm-hmm. on it. This happened in April. I think the most updated article I found is from June. Yeah. And uh, the persecution of trans and queer and mm-hmm. gay people in Brazil is really bad. And these crimes are not investigated because yeah. these people are seen as people who don't really mm-hmm. matter. Like, if you uh, listen to The Less Dead, which is one of the Yes, guys, go listen network, to Less Dead, please. Please, 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 please. Yes. Yeah. They recently talked about trans women who were killed in Florida mm-hmm. and people just didn't give two fucks because, you know, it's just trans women. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. So if it's that bad here in the U.S., which mm-hmm. is like a developed country... You can only imagine in huh, hypocritically more or less Brazil, Brazil is one of the countries so. that mo- kills the most LGBTQ people in the world. One, I didn't mention, I don't know why I didn't, but I was kind of surprised when they solved the police officer case that, just, that I just talked about because she was uh, mm-hmm. queer too. And I was like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe they solved it because I like, we kind of followed it like ongoing you know when she was missing yeah. and then when she was mm-hmm. found and i was like i cannot believe they found her because those things happen and it's like you know as soon as you see the picture you're like yeah. oh my god they're, not gonna, they're never gonna solve this and yeah there's a a, a case that i want to cover um i've or it's on our list of cases hint, and hint, i wrote hint. my name like right in front of it i am going to yeah. write about this that is about a trans woman who was murdered and it literally, uh, it's the worst. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but it's the worst. You guys going to have to stick around to listen to that. It's the worst. But yeah. Yeah. Because like the things that people will do for no reason mm-hmm. whatsoever, I don't understand why someone's existent- existence bothers yeah. people so much. Like, why the fuck do you care who people love? Why do you care where people are going? Why do you care what people are doing? It's their mm-hmm. lives. It does not concern you. Even with mind your yeah, own fucking even business. Even with like Marielle, to this day, she's still like being killed every day. Like, do you feel like that too? Like they guys, sidebar. Uh, during the elections, uh, Marielle she got like a street named after her, and her street sign was vandalized by people that are running for office like they got up there and they like took it down and broke it in half and they were like yes you know this is done this is victory kind of thing and everything that has their face on it i feel gets vandalized and it's it's just heartbreaking you know like you already killed her for you know basically who she was probably and it's still happening you know and it's probably not not gonna get solved you know, it's. I don't think it's gonna. I think I read um, last week something about the the reopening the invest. I don't fucking know, but I was just. I remember reading it, and I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, what I article. saw was like, uh, there was like some developments, but they were not like um directly linked to her case, you know. They were like, yeah, yeah, this, you know, this person is part of the militia and they just probably put their picture on it because they'll get clicks and, you know, yeah. So yeah. it's not, uh, there's not much development on the case. I really wish we could do like a whole update, 
on it right now because it happened in March. But okay, so this one is another one from outside of Brazil because uh, you need those two. This is a Latin American crime podcast, not a Brazilian crime podcast, right, Steph? So. Um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so on November 8th, Valeria Cruz Medel was shot and killed at a gym in Veracruz, Mexico. She was the daughter of a federal delegate, Carmen Medel Palma. Valeria was 22 years old and studying to become a doctor. She was exercising when an armed man mm. stormed into the gym and shot her nine times. Terrifying. First of all, she was exercising. I cannot relate to that. But I had to make that joke. I, I'm so sorry. I somewhat can. Again, that's one of my biggest fears. Me just living my life and some random dude or girl just walking mm-hmm. up and killing me. So the police had already been alerted of the suspicious person walking in the gym and all alarms like kind of sound. It was kind of a commotion. But at the time that they got there... The criminal had already fled in a black van. The hypothesis of you know what happened to Valeria is that she was mistakenly killed. So yeah, the men were really after another woman that frequented the gym that had ties with Losetas, a criminal group that operates in Veracruz. The man who shot Valeria, El Ricci, was found dead at the same night inside a van he had used to flee the scene. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he killed the wrong person, so he was killed for it, basically. Well, karma's a bit. Exactly. Again, however, the governor of Veracruz rejects this version of the events, saying that it was known from the beginning that the, the perpetrator had asked Valeria to identify herself before he shot her. So, there could have been no confusion, realistically. Okay, question. What the fuck happened? Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, what? No idea. So, yeah, this is what seems to me like a big, big, big fucking case happening in Mexico right now and still ongoing as is mostly of the cases that we're covering today. But I really want to know what happened. Like, this sounds like an episode that we're going to do in the future. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it will be properly investigated. Yeah, and not, I mean, she, not for nothing, she was a high-profile person. She was a daughter of a politician. Yeah, she wasn't like a but, never Yeah, but that, that's, that smells like something that goes way deeper than that, you know? This is not, like, yeah, this sounds, sounds like there's at least five it's other layers of information that. that we don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Hania Noel Aguilar was a 13-year-old girl who was kidnapped from her own fucking driveway, raped and killed in the morning of November 5th in Lumberton, North Carolina. So, we have an American case here. This is great. Somewhat. So, yeah, somewhat. So, Michael Ray McLean was arrested for the, for the crime. Michael Ray McLean was arrested for the crime. And this is when the story gets a little more fucked up, though. Her death could have totally been prevented because, yeah, uh, the guy's DNA was connected to a 2016 rape case. And if he had been handled properly, 
he would have been in jail and Hania wouldn't wow. have been killed. Yeah. So the authorities had av- had evidence that um, linked McLean to the crime, but they did nothing. Two officers had been suspended because of this. Major Anthony Thompson, who, quote, runs the jail, and Daryl McFadder. McFadder. This is not a made-up name. His name is Daryl McFadder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Who is a... I'm, we're allowed to make fun of him, right? Uh, yes, because he's yeah. bad. He, he's a detective at the criminal investigations unit of that town. So these bitches ran the DNA sample from the rape kit through CODIS, got a match, and didn't do anything with it. Just sat on wow. it. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yes. That alone should have been enough to get enough media attention to this case. Yeah. But this is at least how I came to know about it i had no idea about this whole codis thing until i researched it but um her father noah aguilar who lives in guatemala applied for a visa to come attend the funeral of of his daughter but was denied wow yeah because officials thought he lacked strong enough ties to guatemala and therefore is a risk of overstaying the visa here in the u.s wow yeah so let me just get so my daughter was just murdered i'm just trying to walk mm-hmm. attend the fucking funeral let me i can't i, I got I so mad i got so mad I had immigration to walk. No. Right no i had to go for a walk this is awful so yeah uh it's good to point out here that uh miss raguilar owns a business in guatemala and has no negative immigration history he moved back to guatemala in like 2005 no deportation, no nothing. He just moved back out of his own will. No no negative nothing. He was just denied because he lacks ties. This fucking funeral of his daughter that was kidnapped that's out of her house. That's, that's disgusting. Dude, I was so mad. I was. I am still really mad. I'm pissed. Totally pissed about this. This is... Dude. No. Mm-hmm. No. And they still say, yeah. like, I don't know what they don't do it legally. Like, I don't know. If they just they can just ask for a visa. They can just become a citizen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they totally can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if this guy cannot fucking attend his daughter's funeral, do you really think that it's that easy? Like to go to come he, to this country. Ugh, yes. Ugh. Ah. I, I can't even talk about this right now. <laughs> just, oh my god. There's no real reason to deny that guy. I'm sorry. No real reason. Yeah, like no, th- yeah. that's that's just that's just cruel. It's not it's inhumane to do something like that to a parent. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like he already lives far away from her. You know, probably hasn't seen her in years. Then this shit happens just i'm sorry i'm mad still mad people people will still like i i don't want to go into politics about this (laughs) but like and then there's people that are gonna donate money to a fucking gofundme account for a wall that's not gonna fix nobody's problems like this is disgusting like i just hate people these people so, can honestly, honestly, show a brick up their ass and build a wall that way. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is not, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Why don't you poop a wall? <laughs> poop a wall. Make a wall out of poop. Mm -hmm. Shit breaks and, then eat and it. build a wall with it. Yes. So, the next case I'm going to talk about is the case of Lydia Mesa Burgos. Lydia Mesa Burgos was an 18-year-old woman from Paraguay. So, not Brazil. Haha, ha, but it is connected to Brazil still. Always. Everything's Her connected. Her family had... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Her family had lived for years in Argentina before moving back to Paraguay. And uh, while back in Paraguay, she was working as the caretaker of an elderly woman. Her life would come to a tragic end on November 17, 2018, when she went in to visit Marcelo Fernando Pinheiro Vega, also known as Marcelo Piloto, in a prison cell in Asuncion, which is the capital of Paraguay. Mm -hmm. Marcelo is known as one of the most influential members of PCC, mm. which we briefly covered on the Karanjiru episode, but mm. I'm not going to go into a lot of details because I don't want to die. Yeah, this is a case, this is something that we're going to cover maybe in 20, 30 years when everything is kind yes. of died down a little bit because, you know, we if kind of like PCC our lives. ever goes away, yeah. which I mm -hmm. don't think it will. He is also a famous arms dealer and drug lord. He had been sentenced to 25 years in Brazil on various charges, like drug charges, uh, assault, all of that. And he had recently admitted that he had committed a murder in a TV interview while in Paraguay. Marcelo had evaded police for five years uh, by crossing the border into Paraguay and adopting fake aliases, and he also moved every six months. Um, he was finally arrested in a joint task of several security agencies, and he was waiting extradition back to Brazil. It is believed that in order to avoid extradition, he decided to murder Lydia when she visited him uh, for the second time. It was like a private visit. Uh, it's estimated that she was stabbed over 16 times with a small table knife, and she was also beaten. This crime shocked the whole country mm -hmm. because uh, not only the country, not only Paraguay, but it was like a worldwide thing. Yeah. I actually found out about this not because of Brazilian media, but because of American media because mm. I read it on BuzzFeed. Wow. So, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Of, of all places <laughs> of all to places. read about this. I know, right? I was like taking my potato quizzes. What kind of potato are you? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 if so, lamps were Disney um, princesses how which lamp would you be kind of thing and you're like yeah yeah and uh -huh. then i was like wait what brazilian drug lord anyway <laughs> so um the crime shocked the whole country not only because of the violent nature of it but also because it said that officers in the prison heard her <gasps> plea for help but they didn't do anything Holy to shit, stop the murder no. uh she had entered the cell at around 12 35 uh in the afternoon and at around 1.50, a guard heard Marcelo scream for help. Uh, help, I killed used... someone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so she Yo, guys, need to come check much... this out. It's fucking... <laughs> exactly. Sorry. So she was pretty much used as bait um, and as an object in his hmm. little scheme. By murdering her, he believed that he would be tried for murder in Paraguay where prisons offer VIP treatment for those who can't afford it, rather than go back to the overcrowded, yeah. disgusting prisons in Brazil. Oh, man. However, his plan did not work, because the Paraguayan president, Marito Abdo Benitez, announced 
only two days after the murder of Lydia, that he would be returning the prisoner back to Brazil. And he stated that Paraguay would not be a land of impunity for anyone. Good for There's him. There's been a lot of a speculation and victim blaming surrounded this case. Um, it is believed that she might have been his girlfriend. Um, that she was like competing for the spot as his wife, which I don't think is relevant because this poor girl was stabbed. Yeah. Over 16 yeah. times. With, it was like a butter knife. So can you imagine how hard it is to stab oh, someone with that? Then he beat the fuck out of her. Like the guards say that there was blood all over the cell. So, mm. And the guards heard her screaming for help. And no one did anything. Such a fucking so. nightmare. Yeah. Oh, man. So this next case is just the biggest scandal that's been happening so recent it's like hot out of the oven this case yes yeah and it's you guys i mean i think out of all of these cases you might have definitely heard about this one because yeah yeah, this is a guy that is famous as fuck and he's been implicated by hundreds of women uh kind of like a me too wave of um sexual misconduct allegations and it's not the first time that this guy has been accused of um not handling his dick properly but it's not to this degree this is we're talking about like 500 women just coming out and yeah. this kind of abuse this is like bill cosby on steroids <laughs> Bill Cosby on Colts. That's what it is. So we're talking about John of God, uh, João de Deus, which he he operates in this small city in the tiny state of Goiás, Brazil. It's called Abadiania. And we... Guys, so you have any kind of like notion of how big this is. 10,000 people per month visit this guy. He yep. is a spiritual faith healer, of uh, spiritual surgery. And like celebrities, too. Yeah, celebrities. Our girl, Oprah Winfrey, like, mm-hmm. has been there. And uh, presidents have been there. And famous people from the U.S. I think most of his clients are not even Brazilian. It's people that come from outside. There's people that buy, move to Brazil, to Abadiania, just to be next to this guy. So yeah. it's believed that he um, performs, like, spiritual surgeries. So uh, there's, I mean, if you guys want to know more about that, it's a really interesting topic. And you can uh, research uh, James Randi. He did, like, a whole series about, like, debunking that kind of thing. And I know about a lot about it because it's my parents' religion. They believe in that kind of shit. But it's, they, they literally, like, remove a tumor out of your back using, like, sleight of hand tricks. And they'll say, like, like, you sit in front of the guy and then they go like, wow, you have such a, you have a fucking huge tumor in your heart. Let me remove it. And they would like remove something with no blood. And it's like an egg sized tumor. And they're like, oh my God, this was in That the reminds me. Sorry. No, it's right, no, But that reminds me of that episode of Supernatural where they have the green reaper where this guy did like a thing a pack with the green reaper and he was like a faith healer mm-hmm. i wonder if that character was based on joan jadeus 
I think I've watched well, we that episode. people of cancer. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the thing. That, uh, João de Deus, he has uh, people visiting him to cure anything from depression, cancer, infertility, like uh, people that can't walk, people that can't hear. And they, yeah. uh, there's videos of those surgeries too on youtube if you type in john of god you're gonna see uh videos even with subtitles uh of whatever he's doing and it's so creepy mm -hmm. and he gets like th there's so many like descriptions of everything that he's done and i'm just gonna say one of them so a lot of the people that he abused were kids uh and i think he was like a, a preteen thing she was and she walked in his office with her father and Jean-Gidos, he asked her father to like go to the wall, like face the wall and like start praying. Don't turn around. Don't open your eyes because the light that I'm going to shed on your daughter is just so bright. It's going to blind you. That's actually what the guy said. And he like, so he molested the guy's daughter with his, with like Kim on the room, the father. Dude, you know that um, that scandal with the doctor from the U.S. Olympics, the mm -hmm. gymnastics team? He did that, too. Like, he would literally be talking to the parents and, like, be touching the girls inappropriately. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, this is a medical mm -hmm. examination. And, dude, these abuse, it dates back all the way to, like, the 80s. And can you imagine just how many people, because we're talking 10,000 people a month. That go to this yeah. tiny town. You know, how many people yeah. have already died and it didn't come out? I mean, as I said before, there has been cases involving him, but they're all been kind of dismissed for lack of proof. But, I mean, of course, yeah. it's, there's no proof. You know what I mean? And there's, yeah. You know, predators like this, they don't leave tracks behind. Yeah. And what I hate about this is, um, I, again, I avoid reading and watching things sometimes because people mm -hmm. can be so nasty like the small amount of articles that i've read on this it's all people like well it took like all of these women just to do this like this this has to be a lie blah 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 blah. why are these women coming forward now like mm -hmm. go fuck yourself. no but here's the thing though let's say the half of these cases are lies there's still hundreds of women telling the truth. Yeah, it's still like 250 people. I know, right? So, like, even if one of them is telling the truth, that's already not... That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. And, yeah, there's one of those cases that kind of, like, jumped out at me. Uh, this guy, he went to Fantastical. Her, his mom died of cancer. And just a few mm. days before she died, she came out to the, her family and said it. And all of these women, they're they're saying that like I I didn't think that they're gonna believe me. Like, what can I do? You know, and yeah, and I mean, That's yeah, awful. it's it's just the most awful thing. And I'm I want to do a case that's kind of kind of similar but way worse than this on this season to about a doctor. They used to do that to women, and I don't want to give out too many details. But I'm like trying to think of who this person is. You tell me later. But he, yeah, yeah okay. uh, everyone says that like you just keep coming back to them. 
you know, because you, you yeah. want your problems to be solved, even if they're raping you. You still think that they're yeah. credible. You still think that they have these divine powers. And just, I mean, yeah. uh, spiritual surgeries, it's just and a scam. religion can do that. Yeah. yeah, religion can do that to people. Like, people underestimate the power of religion. Mm-hmm. And especially like, uh, spiritism, which is uh, the religion that this guy operated, the religion I grew up in. It's always, there's no one saying anything bad about it, you know? It's always the, mm-hmm. because it is such a small number of people and like a minority that it's like, you know, th- there's nothing ever possibly that you can say that is bad about us because one, it's not mm-hmm. profitable. Two, these people, they don't charge for any of that. We don't ask for money out of anyone. We don't want, but then they arrest this guy, João de Deus, and he has, he has like millions of dollars and and everything yeah. in his house yeah, no, guns he withdraw like 35 million yeah this guy like i am has gold mines how can you say that this is not profitable even if he doesn't ch- he didn't charge for sessions or anything but he's raping people on the sessions and exactly. he has a picture dude i i was i flipped out when i saw on one of his youtube videos he has a picture of him on big on the wall and a tiny picture of jesus right next to him on the wall while he's like performing Man, all this stuff and i'm like fuck you more. Like, my God, just... i know right and it's like people they believe in him so much and he, he i mean so creepy like i mean i'm so glad that he didn't like kill people but like oh my god but i feel like a lot of times that is worse than yeah dying yeah because you know the guy's you know. like 76 years old who knows how many people how many women have raped? Yeah. He, oh, I didn't say that yet, did and I? There's probably still a lot of women who won't come yeah, forward because, they're ashamed. because they think it's their fault somehow. Yeah. And I didn't say that yet. I think this is the most fucked up detail of all this thing. He raped his own daughter, George Deus. His own daughter yeah. came out saying that she was molested by him also. So I'm sorry, you cannot, you, you cannot say that your religion is just all, all great. When you have these things coming out. And this is a leader. You know. This is a person that is higher up. And I saw one of the um, people that represent that religion. Spiritism. Saying that like you you have to separate. There's mediums that are spiritists. And there's mediums that are not. George Dills is not. But I'm like well no. Like yeah except that. You guys are all doing the exact same things. Like how can you just say that now. You know, you don't try to separate yourself before any of that happens. And I mean, this, I'm also really glad that because I've had several health problems and like mental health problems growing up. And I'm really glad that my parents didn't um, ever took me to any kind of like spiritual treatment kind of thing. It was, it was always, you know, scientific methods, not you know any kind of thing like that because you know who knows what might have happened to me right yeah i feel like honestly out of all the faith healers and all of that a very small percentage of them are actually people that want to do Mm -hmm. good so yeah but maybe there will be more developments on this case oh no most definitely a full episode most definitely it's, I mean, I, 
in my heart i want to do both of them like on the same episode that one daughter that i mentioned earlier and uh jean Gideos. but i think it's two k's they're just way too big to be crumpled up into like an hour or two hours you know so let us know if you want like yeah. uh you know after you know maybe a year from now if you're listening to this <laughs> like let us know <laughs> let us know like if you want uh, a whole episode on any of these cases you know because this is like all really like an overview of all that because there's not much information and for sure there will be developments on the future and we just cannot keep up with everything but you know just let us know we'll be looking out for it okay, okay so the okay, last okay. case we're gonna talk about today this case it's the only case that i out of all of these mm. that i actually watched every news piece on at the time that it came surface and this case is super triggering to me yeah. like for various reasons so it is the murder of this lawyer called Tatiani Spitzner. So Tatiani Spitzner was 29. She was a lawyer from uh, Paranoa, 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 <laughs> in Brazil. She was married to this guy uh, called Luis Felipe Monviler, mm. who was 32. He was a uh, college professor, college biology professor. Oh my God. They were married since 2013. They didn't have any kids. So, this whole case, there's video footage of mm. most of what happened. So, let's backtrack. So, Tatiani and Luis, they had a very, like, hated relationship. They lived in Germany, I think, for a year or two. And there's people in Germany that uh, have testified to the fact that it was an abusive relationship. They would see her walking around with bruises and all of that. And she would give the whole, oh, I fell, excuse, until she finally opened up to someone. And her friend was like, you got to divorce him. And she, like, never, um, never built up to that point. I don't want to say never had the balls to because it's not yeah, about, it's not about having balls, the balls no. to get out it's like a whole psychological game anyway so on july 21st 2018 uh they had gone to um her parents uh not her parents uh they had gone on a trip to caldas novas with their uh, her parents um with her sister and the husband and throughout the trip uh, witnesses say that they were very distant from each other they weren't like behaving as a couple or anything later on that day they went to a bar with some friends and her sister uh, to celebrate his birthday um, they both drank and they were celebrating and uh, during that whole celebration uh, Tachiani told her sister that she really wanted to divorce him so, Tatiani um, saw that there was a text message on his cell phone from another mm -hmm. woman, and they started arguing. 
So they're arguing late at night on Saturday. They come back to their apartment um, after the party. Security cameras see the car um, getting to the apartment at around 2.34 in the morning. And you can see in the footage that he punched her in the face. Like, if you really look at the video. Um, he punched her or like slapped her twice. And she tried to leave the car at that point, but he pulled her by the hair back into the car. And like shook her head a bunch of times and drove into the garage. So at, while in, in the garage, he like beat her up a bunch. And then he threw her on the floor and he started kicking her. So she like mm. finally gets up and you can see her running in the garage trying to get away from him. And he runs right behind her. And she gets in the elevator and she's like trying to close the door of the elevator so she can mm -hmm. get the fuck away from him. But he manages to get in the elevator. Oh, no. So the way their building is set up is there's two floor, two floors. Like the bottom floors mm -hmm. are uh, parking garages. And then the first floor is like actually the third floor, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Um, so... She tries to get out on the first floor, but he stops her and brings her back into the elevator. When they get to her floor, which is the fourth floor, which is actually the sixth floor, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because there's two garage floors, um, he forces her to get out of the elevator. She's like holding on to it. She's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And he like pushes her out of the elevator. She like stumbles out of the elevator and then he picks up her shit and like, they go into the apartment. So from then on, there's no footage. Um, it's just um, witness testimony. So neighbors say that they were screaming and like arguing and she was screaming for help. And um, it said that she wanted to look at his phone for the text messages and he didn't want to let her and he was like mocking her according to a witness. From what they could um, hear. And then he admitted that he like put her in a chokehold while on the couch. But then as she started screaming, he says that he let her go. So a witness says that they saw a woman at the balcony, like with one leg over the balcony, um, like thinking about jumping and then leaving and coming back into the apartment. And then um, 15 minutes after they left the apartment, people hear a body hitting the sidewalk. So this happened at 2.57 in the morning. So as I said, there's two floors of garages and then there's mm -hmm. the apartment floors. So she lived on the fourth floor, which actually was the sixth floor. So she fell from the sixth floor. So he runs downstairs he goes to the sidewalk and he stands by her body and he's like screaming oh my god what did you do what did you do according to witnesses he was like holding his head and being like all dramatic about it then um he's like crying and saying oh my god you're dead blah blah, blah. so he drags her back inside the apartment that's when you can see the footage again and he puts her in the elevator three in the morning 
goes up the elevator to their floor and again you can't really see what's outside of the elevator but you what you can see is him going back into the elevator with different clothes and wiping the blood marks on the hallway and in the elevator so police arrives at the building at 304 he's still in the building but at 308 he leaves with his car and police mm. don't see him because they don't really know what's going on he um he just leaves and drives towards paraguay mm. to get the fuck away from police again paraguay with the um fleeing yeah so meanwhile police find a pair of women's boots on the entrance mm -hmm. of the building like where the stairs would be because he was dragging her they find earrings in the elevator and they find um a bracelet on the balcony of like the first floor apartment mm -hmm. which is actually like the third floor um then they break into the apartment and find her on the floor with a lot of blood on her head. So uh, then the uh, building manager shows police the camera footage. Yeah. And that's when they find out that the husband had left with his own car. And left her car in the garage. So they put out an APB mm -hmm. for him. They find his car in a different town because he crashed. Then he crashed the car and he leaves the car with his shit on him and starts walking towards Foz do Iguaçu, which is like oh my Niagara God. Falls yeah. of Brazil, which is like the border of Brazil and Paraguay. Mm -hmm. This is how psycho this guy is. He starts walking. Then they finally get to him and take him to the, um, what do you even call that? The police station. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? So, uh, while giving his testimony, he denies having killed her. He talks about the argument. And then he says that she threw herself out of the balcony. Yeah, and right. that he was desperate because she died. And that's why he dragged her back into the apartment. Doesn't make any but sense. But the, yeah, the medical examiner finds that she was strangled before she was thrown out of the window. So, Yeah. So I haven't been following every update on this uh, because, as I mm -hmm. said, this was extremely triggering to me because I'm not personally a survivor of domestic violence, but I lived with domestic violence for a few years. So watching this video mm -hmm. was like super triggering. But um, I do remember that initially when the video first surfaced, his lawyer was trying to blame it on steroids. He was like, oh, yeah, my client's on steroids, so he's super aggressive. And then they were trying to say that he had, like, a mental, like, breakdown and, like, a bunch of stuff. So I don't know at what's going on with this, but I know that there was supposed to be, mm -hmm. like, a trial in the beginning of December. I don't know what was the result or, like, an arraignment or something. So, yeah. There's that, guys. Mm -hmm. It's crazy what people will do. Yeah. I mean, we know the result will be, like, in a few years, he will be getting out. 
and uh, you know and like a preacher or something this girl she was so like not that it Mm -hmm. makes it any worse but like you look at her you wouldn't think that this girl was a victim of domestic violence she was so pretty and she like from what everybody said she was so smart so this is just proof that this type of shit happens to that case i was really it was really upsetting because i feel like every day there was new footage like new parts of the footage coming out and it was all everyone talked about but i still i wasn't able to watch it you know like some of these things like it's not that it doesn't phase me because i always get upset but this i was just like no thanks Yeah, no, I was watching, I I knew watching this video would be triggering, Mm. but I did it anyway, Uh. and it was like, it was like, like, Mm -mm. it was a nightmare, like, I I could feel the desperation Mm. that she was feeling, like, you didn't see the video, but like, watching her Mm. running in the garage was like, I like if I could go into the video and like just help her. Yeah. And the problem is, I bet you more people like heard what what was going on, and didn't mm. do anything. Yeah, I mean I don't know because I used to live in a building that also had two um parking garages, like that underneath, and mm-hmm. we couldn't really hear what was happening well but when he dragged her out of the yellow oh, no yeah though. like when she falls out probably people definitely saw it and if they saw how he was acting and he saw they saw like him drag her back into the elevator when she was already dead yeah yeah that is definitely disturbing like why wouldn't you do anything that no one would do just anything. go like okay no don't touch her you like, know kind of thing yeah, most people are like, you know, because we've talked about mm-hmm. but I would be like, I'd be bringing out an 8 by 4 and I'd be like, get the fuck <laughs> mm-hmm. away from this girl. I am about to beat yeah. your ass. Like, Because even if it was like a suicide or something, she might have still been alive and she moving her head out like like that, it, you know, that could result in a death. So you, you don't touch her. Like, you leave yeah. her there and get the paramedics, you know. Don't let her move. Don't do anything. That's basic. Yeah, if exactly. you care so much about her, like, you know. At least do, like, a little bit of theater, you know. Just go there and hug her and sob and cry. Don't fucking drag her back in the elevator. Right? That kind of stuff doesn't yeah, make like, any sense. how does that even make sense? Yeah, I'm so upset that my wife just died. So instead of calling... I know, right? The- freaking paramedics i'm gonna drag her into my house and just deal with yeah. it there makes no sense at all i mean at least we know that he didn't premeditate that okay. much we didn't think about it but like still yeah, yeah. i hope he gets 30 mm. years even though that's doesn't mean anything yeah but. i don't know hopefully hopefully I mean, to reiterate the message of this, if you take anything out of this podcast, if you are in some kind of relationship that is abusive like that, um, 
one, try to leave, yes, but do it with help. You know, because it is dangerous and don't put yourself yeah. in harm's way. But don't stay with a person like that just to keep yourself out of harm's way too. You know, because it's it never ends good. You will not end good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my the the thing that I lived through even after separating, it took the person about three years to actually get over the guy. So don't like if you're in an abusive relationship, I know this is going to sound awful what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. but don't think that just leaving him is going to fix everything. It takes time. It takes time to heal and it's okay to take your time and heal, but just just leave while you can because not everybody gets a chance to leave and stash some money away like if it's your husband and he gives you money for the groceries maybe buy like cheaper groceries and keep the change stashed away and like under a tile Mm -hmm. or something under your hardwood floors yeah and if you have kids i know that's even harder Mm -hmm. but there's people that can help there's a lot especially here in the u.s there's a lot of organizations that are set up just to help people mm-hmm. um, escape yeah. things like this. I'm not sure if it's a thing in Brazil. And I'm not sure if people in Brazil are listening to this. So, anyway, yeah, definitely. there's a lot definitely. of organizations that will help you with this. So, to do it safely and mm-hmm. um, do it in a way where this doesn't come back to haunt you. So, yeah, guys. We hope you enjoyed this. So I know it wasn't like super happy or exciting, but mm-hmm. these were the crimes that we thought you needed to know and that happened in 2018. And most of them, well, all of them pretty much have not been solved. So, yeah. Yeah. And remember, we don't want to talk about you on this podcast. So just take care of yourself. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself. So I think we have to kind of end it in a positive note after all this. I, I what do you guys have New Year's resolutions? Do you have some resolutions? I mean, I believe in like life resolution. <gasps> You're like, I want to do this, but like, I don't need a you know stupid New Year to start doing something like that. You know, start doing stuffing like that. What have I just said? Wow, something like that. rude. Just at me next time. <laughs> no, really, though. Like, it's... I think you should be able to do those kinds of things for your life just any day. You know, like, tomorrow I'm going to start, you know, doing this better. And I think this is how kind of I live, you know? Like, I mean, I guess a New Year's resolution for me is exercise more. But not that I have an exercise bike on my living room and I can do that watching Mr. Robot. I am fine, you know what I mean? I'm just there doing it i mean i never set up new year's resolutions but um i'm trying this year this next year i want you to travel oh, you come more. To florida that's great i want to yes, yes uh, again because i was there oh, last, you didn't spring, know me last spring but oh, well <laughs> sucks to be you right. i was there so um Anywho, so I want to travel more. I want to pay off more debt. I want to save more money. And I want to take care of my mental health. Mm-hmm. 
because um, I have been neglecting that for a while, and I think yeah. this should be my priority, because if my mental health is fucked up, then everything's yeah. fucked up. Those are great so. resolutions. In this house, I have a ant problem, and there's this crazy ants that are, like, all over my house. They have, like, wings and shit, and I'm over it. So this is my New Year's resolution. Get rid of those damn ants. I'm done. Just Contact that. your landlord. Oh, oh yeah, you I know what? To. I know who could help mm. you if you would just stop being demented. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I need to contact my landlord because, like, my front door, we don't have a storm door. Mm. So it's like there's this little gust of cold ass wind that comes in through my front door and i'm like i don't appreciate this mm. i don't want this it's cold no so no yeah new year's resolution contact our landlords about our problems know, right? before someone else does it for yeah. us so oh and i guess for this podcast the resolution is to get a little more people to listen to it because yes. our voices are beautiful and they should echo through humanity like this. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say beautiful, but... Whatever stuff. You know. Oh, someone unfollowed me on Instagram. Yeah, two people unfollowed Rude. me and I'm like, well, fuck y'all. Just because I haven't been posting anything for the past few months. How dare exactly, you? Like, I'm still here. You should appreciate my presence. Yeah, I know, right? Just go through my feed and, like, mm-hmm. look. Yeah, you guys go, like, follow us on Instagram and stuff and Twitter and everything else. Because we're there. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? You're there, too. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Like, I don't know what else you post on my Instagram, guys. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make this all about me. It's There's more to my Instagram than me. Yeah. There's my podcast. Definitely. But I also don't want to be obnoxious. So oh, no, we're definitely that. not obnoxious. Like, I post... I, I've been posting kind of a lot to my story, but not a lot, a lot that you're going to spend an hour watching my story. You know, like, I, I limit myself to, like, four a day if I post anything. You know what I mean? And only interesting stuff that I actually want people to see. So, it's it's good, you know? It's great. Just go... I, I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to post My life right is now. so boring. <laughs> My life is so boring that, like, if I posted things, people would be like, ugh, get a life. So I, I try to only post when I have something interesting. Oh my god, See, do you guys follow a, this Instagram? I'm posting a story right now to my Instagram of me recording with my new microphone. So, yay. yay. So, yes, yeah, go. Cool. And that will soon be me as soon as I receive my microphone for my secret admirer. That's true, though. You know who I think it is? If it ever gets here. Who? Sweden. Ooh, it's my Swedish boyfriend. Sweden hey, Sweden, can you just, like, buy me tickets? Just, just a one-way ticket. I don't need a return ticket. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just a one-way. Like, my friend, I told you my friend's from Switzerland, right? Mm-hmm. She went home for Christmas, and she keeps, like, telling me about Switzerland, and she told me, like pictures i'm like please don't i don't want to be <laughs> jealous like stop it <laughs> okay guys okay. as you can tell i've just yawned so yeah, we should kind end of this. late and i mean I'm, I'm still gonna as soon as we're done recording this i'm gonna um how's how's it called edit it that i haven't done in such a long time 
And yeah, yeah. and I'm going to go to sleep because I got to go to work tomorrow. Oh, can I just comment one more thing? Mm-hmm. So I read that book, You, by Caroline Kapnes, um a few years ago. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. books. And they did a Lifetime TV show um, based on that book with one of the actors from Gossip Girl. I was never into Gossip Girl, but my mm-hmm. best friend loves Gossip Girl. And I was so mad because the protagonist is supposed to be super, super, super creepy. And this guy looks like he belongs in a boy band. And watching the show, mm-hmm. I come to the conclusion that I was right this whole time. He's not creepy enough. So thanks for coming to my TED Talk and ruining my book. <laughs> oh, talking about TED Talks, I just need to share this. So if any of you guys doubt that we are friends in real life, me and Steph, this week I sent her a 20-minute long audio on WhatsApp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she listened to the whole thing. Oh, I thank did. you so much. I, no, but I was I was taking breaks in between because I was making dinner. So I would listen to like five minutes. I'd be like, okay, gotta gotta fry my chicken. Then I go back and listen five more minutes. My sister was like, because I w- I put it on my laptop because my phone screen goes off uh-huh. after like fifteen seconds, so it like shuts off the audio. So I put it on my laptop, and I was literally holding my laptop up to my ear. And my sister was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, my friend sent me a 20-minute voice um, message. And she goes, oh, when people do that, I only listen to the first minute and the last minute, oh, and then I respond. And I'm like, oh, wow, rude. No, the first minute was, like, me apologizing because I knew it was going to be long. And then I took some breaks in between, and I was like, oh, my God, 13 minutes, this is too much. And I oh, my God, 19 minutes, what? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, imagine if I had only listened to the first <laughs> minute and the last minute. Nothing would have made any sense. No, no this yeah. So, well, thank that. you so much so much for caring. <laughs> this is always awful. Anyway, I was glad to attend your TED talk. talk. No, that was so. definitely a TED talk. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, being with us this year because we certainly yes. enjoyed po- podcasting and doing these episodes and everything it was really fun at least for me i don't know if steph had a blast too but... mm-hmm. exactly i had a blast and this is something that i've been wanting to do for a very long time and i was glad to find carol to do it with me yeah so thanks carol for being oh, there for welcome. me and yeah this is gonna be mm-hmm. great another great year coming Hopefully. oh my god there's this picture of me with my mom on christmas morning <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad well, i'm gonna well, now you have it to you. post it because you said it on record never oh. i can post i'll put i'll put a little sticker over okay. my mom's face because i don't know if she wants you guys to know oh. what she looks like but i'm gonna send it to carol okay. right now this is after i gave her i gave my mom an apple watch no. my mom doesn't even know how to use her phone <laughs> so that's gonna be fun <laughs> Oh, man. So. so she was like, oh, how do I use this? I'm like, mom, <laughs> YouTube is there for a reason. You can go and no. research it. Goodbye. No. She was super excited, though. She was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. <laughs> and I was like, yep, you go on YouTube and you figure it out. Oh, my God, yeah. your mom okay, dressed guys. as, oh, my God, as an elf. An elf. <gasps> this is perfect. Yeah, her and my sister. 
they they dressed as matching elves. This is amazing. Goals. Your mom is totally goals though. She looks thirty. <laughs> no, really. Oh, she's gonna be happy. Yeah. To hear I, that. I know you're listening to this right now, and I'm sorry for the chit chat. Yeah, I know you don't like it, but hopefully. <laughs> hopefully you're gonna be on this podcast very soon i've been campaigning for that steph knows but yeah uh <laughs> listeners um hang on to your seats real tight because we have a bunch of new um exciting things happening real soon on this podcast on for this um next season and hopefully everything will work out and hopefully everything will be done uh by the time that we release our Amazing twenty sixth episode, which is gonna yes. it's gonna knock your boots off. Okay, it is. Yes. So yep. Yep, guys. So while we don't release that, make sure to listen to the other mm-hmm. podcasts in the yeah. network. Support our peeps. Um, my boy Andre is coming to Boston oh this weekend. I'm waiting for that. So you can expect stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and listen to his podcast. The two of us. You guys should totally do like an episode just yeah. to TV and like promote it. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to bring Make that it more kind of vacation. Like, exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Be like, I know this is your vacation, uh-huh. but yeah, let me tell that. you. About no, this. thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay guys thank you so much for listening guys thank you for your audience Mm -hmm. ciao thank you for listening to another episode of Suspiria a true crime podcast if you are a creep and enjoy listening to all this horrible information please write us a 5 star review on iTunes and also follow us on social media we're on Twitter and Instagram at Suspiria Podcast Facebook is also Suspiria Podcast if you want to follow Carol you can follow her at Suspiria Carol, and you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please consider answering our listener survey. It will help us out immensely, and we will be eternally grateful. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at SuspiriaPodcast at gmail.com. Or, if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao. Ciao.